0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Lattes and Lenses podcast. My name is Wanda Thomas, and today I want to talk about in-home studios. For a long time, I was a on-location studio photographer, and then I became a member of a co-working space. And then I was, and now I am a... Um, Studio owner. I have my own studio, um, but when I very when I first started out years ago, when I when the idea of even becoming a professional photographer entered my mind, I was photographing my kids in my son's bedroom because that was the room. First of all, it was the warmest room in the house because his room was in the back of the house and um, on the second floor in the back and for some reason, no matter what time of day it was, the sun always hit his bedroom. We always had really great light back there. So we all hung out in, the, in that room, even as a family. Like, where do we go? Christian's room. It's the quietest, it's the warmest. And for some reason, the shape of his, of his room was, seemed like a perfect square. So no matter what we did, where we positioned furniture, uh, we got great light because he had two windows uh, the position of his windows always allowed for a really great light. Even with the shadows, um, it was just, I don't know, it was just one of those perfect rooms. I think we all have those rooms in our homes where one room, one window gets the lights in the morning. And then when the sun shifts in the afternoon, the shadows, um, just really give a really nice, um, diffused light. So that was my son's room and that's where we started. Um, so when I wanted to photograph my kids and like I said, the idea of being a professional photographer was just like a tiny little seedling in my mind. I said, Hmm, let me practice. So I didn't have a lot of, you know, I didn't have anything. on my camera and I had some backdrops and I said, so let's do not backdrops. I had Baby blankets. So this tells you how long I've been a photographer because the terminology. <laughs> so um, what I did was I clamped them to the rails of, of the crib in my son's room. And even the bed sheets, I, I when they got old and we were just kind of buying new ones, I took the elastic out of the corners and I ironed them so they laid flat. And that's what I used as backdrops for my kids' photos. And um, like I said, I clamped them to the rails on the, the crib and there we go. That's what I used. And I practiced. I practiced composition. I practiced how to use the light when it came in the windows. And we went from there when they, when my kids would play or when they would sleep. I, I practiced. I practiced. I practiced. So my son's bedroom was... My very first photography studio, Um, you know, and then from there I kind of figured out how to manipulate the rest of the rooms in my house um, with the lighting because we have a detached row home. Apparently, that's what the city calls it. I, you know, I'm not a real estate agent. I'm not a designer Um, when it comes to things like that. I I, and I only know this because we got a an assessment letter two days ago, (laughs) and it described the the style of our home. Otherwise, to me, it's just a row house. So anyway, um, we have a detached row. So the rest of our house does not get such beautiful light. So I had to figure out how to, when I would go around the house and my kids got older, I had to figure out how to utilize the lighting in our home. And as well... just like I did in my son's room, I had to, you know, manipulate our furniture and everything else to create the same type of aesthetic in our, in my photography that I created in my son's room. So I didn't want to go through every house and do the whole house and do this. So I found one room, which was our living room and stuck with it. That was it. I'm not changing everything up. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not driving myself crazy. So I figured out that that was where we were going to go. And, you know, that was the room I was going to use. Everyone played there. That's what we did. Um, So I arranged the furniture in our room, in our living room to create that effect. And um, I set up our our furniture the same way. Uh, And then as far as lighting, I just positioned some lamps. And then I just got uh, daytime light bulbs. I put daytime light bulbs in our light in our light fixtures. So that way I didn't have to worry too much and post how about my color temperature and and how it was going to affect my images. Um, and then, you know, everything else as you, as you grow as a photographer, you figure out your camera settings and all of that stuff, your color temperatures, all of that, all of that (laughs) industry stuff. So anyway, so that's what I did. Um, so then I just started shooting and I started practicing and I started practicing some more and I started practicing again and again. And if I didn't like it, we reshot it. But my and this is why I think my daughter hates photography and pictures. Now, my son loves it. Um, but my daughter, no more pictures, no more pictures. So um, I learned to, you know, but as a result of their annoyance <laughs> with me, because I, I did, I drove them crazy. Um. But as a result of their annoyance, it also caused me to utilize the steps in my house and try different lenses and try different compositions uh, to, to get better at my craft, all while keeping them in the living room, you know, because that's where our TV was at. That's where we all engaged. That's where we grew up. That's where, you know, we grew as a family. So they could stay in the living room. But then I, you know, I experimented with a 70 to 200 lens so I could shoot from the kitchen. And be unintrusive. I could shoot from the second story because we have a, a semi spiral staircase, so I could shoot from the second story, and and they would never know unless you know they heard the click of my shutter. So you know that's the point. You know. So my point of all of this is to say, okay, um, when you create an in- and I and I'm pretty sure you're getting all of this. Um, so. When you want to create an in-home studio, you want to look at your location. What do you? First of all, you have to even, you you have to want to be able to shoot in your home. I know as moms, um, we document our days, we photograph our children, and you know if you look online, like there are a lot of Instagrammers out there that will shoot very specifically, very intentionally, and um, you know they shoot in their kitchen, they shoot in their dining room. You know, so that's the first, my first point, when you decide that you want to shoot in your house, you know, decide what area of your house you want to photograph in, you know, and lighting is very important when, when you make this decision, you may love your dining room, you may love your dining room, but if your dining room sucks, when it comes to lighting, then you can't shoot there. I mean, I I don't want to say you can't, but it ideally is it smart to shoot in your dining room when you don't have really good lighting Now you can use lamps and you can use your chandeliers. um, But we all know that, you know, sometimes the color cast off of light bulbs or or artificial lighting is not ideal. We love natural lighting as photographers. Um, So you want to be mindful of that. Choose a location in your house, first of all, that you're comfortable with and it has really great light. Okay. Um, second, select your props accordingly. Okay. Now when I say props, your sofa's a prop, your lamps are props, even your rugs in your house are props because these are things that you're going to incorporate to tell the story of your images. Okay. Now I'm not saying go out, you know, run out and just change your furniture. No, you can move, you know, you can bring a, a plant from the dining room into the kitchen. You know, you can, you use fruit as part, as a prop, you know, all of that, all of those are props that you can incorporate into your photos. So go through your house and figure out what can you take from one room and add to another to create an aesthetic that is pleasing to the eye when you shoot. Okay. Like I said, I used sheets from my, my sons, my kids, um, that my kids were no longer using as backdrops you know if you you know if you're not someone who you know ideally wants to make an investment or you're not in a position to make an investment in a nine-foot backdrop but you just want to photograph your son you know like as a headshot or just change the color of their background go get some sheets go get some inexpensive sheets at target get the flat ones don't get the silky ones because that shine is not good get some flat maybe some jersey sheets at Target or Walmart and create a backdrop, hang them up and make sure they're nice and tight. So, I mean, you can create the creases and you can let them, you know, drape, but nice tight fitting sheets on um, on a nice little uh, inexpensive stand is fantastic. Okay. Um, and it's easy. And then you can use the sheets later if you'd like, but you know, you can create a nice little uh, effect with the sheets. Cause that's what I did. Um, and people loved it. That's how I started my newborn, short-lived newborn photography um, business way, way back. Okay. Um, Then you want to, like I said, you want to consider your lighting. Um, And then after that, that's kind of really it. You, you, you will play with it as you go along um, and decide what you like. Like my studio is set up It looks like a living room. Somebody told me it looked like a therapy office, but either way, I'm, I'm okay with that because, um, I want my clients to feel comfortable and it's also very easy to change out. I have a white faux faux leather futon. Um, I have, um, a wingback armchair and then I have my reversible backdrop. It's one side is black, one side is white. And, um, and that's it. And then I have my desk in a corner. Um, you know, and then I have beautiful windows and that's it in my studio. It's easy. It's interchangeable and it's comfortable. Um, and I want my clients to come in and feel like, oh, wow. Okay. I feel First of all, they feel at home. Second, um, I'm more, because my primary niche is headshot photography um, and lifestyle branding, I want to create an environment where we can kind of we have a lot of flexibility. So if I'm photographing an attorney, they can sit at the desk. They can sit in the, on a sofa with a client. They have the wingback chair. We can put them up with a box. Okay, um, there's a lot of flexibility in my posing with this with the style of office that I have. Um, and then we have the the black and white backdrop, so we can get those static images um, that are complementary to uh, attorneys. Uh, When I photograph pets, it's still very lifestyle for pets Uh, and children, children feel at home and they are, and it's not a very, it's not a standoffish environment for them where they will relax, immediately relax when they come in and um, want to have their picture taken. So when you start photograph, when you create your in-home studio, um, like I said, if you, If this is something that you are looking to do just to get started, get a feel for it, decide, you know, if you're going to open it up, which of your clients you're going to open it up to, how often you're going to do it and play around with it. You know, if you have a dining room then just, you know move the table aside we don't use our dining room tape we've never used our dining room we've been in our house for 10 years and you know um i think it was in year three or four my dining room was my boudoir studio for a while you know so (laughs) my house has gotten a lot of use a lot of use as a studio over the years Um, And I could use my my house as a boudoir studio because we have front and back staircases in our, in my house. So we can go up the back the kids without anyone seeing my kids, you know, and, but my kids weren't, my kids weren't home. So I would never have done a boudoir session with my kids home, but there, but the point of that is to say there was a lot of separation in my house. You know, you may not have that type of separation, With your kid and with your kids home, some I know a lot of people have reservations about bringing clients home, so you might want to look at hours as well, as and uh, just try to figure out when you want to start offering that. Um, So that's your other your other um, challenge, you know. You want to think about Um, you're going to start offering in home sessions to start building your business, and I share this now in April because. Schools are going to start letting out soon. People are going to want to start going on vacation. It's something you might want to try. Like I said, if you have a core niche of, of clients that are local to you, you know, um, say, hey, listen, I don't offer this to everyone. I don't offer this to everyone. Um, but because you are local, because we have done business together, you um, I want to offer you this session. You can discount it. You don't have to, you know. Uh, but you, if if a client hasn't been um, in, if it's time for them to update their headshots, uh, why not? Why not? Just offer it to a select few and see what happens. Um, and I'd be interested in hearing your uh, your results. Was it successful? Were you comfortable with it? Were you not comfortable with it? Because um, you know, as you prepare for where are we at? We're in in Q2. We're in the second quarter. Um, You you might want to sit back and say, well, you know what? It might be something I'm interested in offering for the winter, you know, so that way I can still kind of keep, um, I know here in Philadelphia, a uh, a lot of photographers slow down during the winter months and some just use it as their, you know, their educational cycle, but others would prefer not to have a slow season. So if that's something that you want to consider, then absolutely. Others build into their their pricing the use of a hotel or co-working space. Um, So those are all options. Those are all absolutely fantastic viable options. But, um, you know, if you can create in your space, uh, if you have a garage or not, um, that's also another viable option. You know, my studio space here is just under 500 square feet. So I don't have a huge studio, but it's, it's a good starting point. So if you have a garage that you um, are able to use, fix it up, clean it out, add some light, put some backdrops, get your camera out, make it work, because um, that's still technically part of your home, okay? So like I said, I would be interested in hearing um, your results, your thoughts, and um, you know where you're at with this, with this process, okay? Uh, that's all for today. I will write these these bullet points up in the show notes and we'll go from there. Okay. Have a great day. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.